Yeah, yeah, yeah. You are now tuned in to the AC Lodge cast. Sit down and relax. Have a drink, have a smoke. You are in the house with BK Trooper and Misty Boss, aka Mo. Let's do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Back in the house, BK and your girl. Mo, what's up, everybody? Yes, we have a great show in store for you guys tonight. Oh, yes. Yes. Got a lot going on we'd love to share with you tonight. Trusts. (laughs) First of all, I hope everyone had a great Memorial Day weekend and enjoyed the warm weather we had, especially in the Northeast area. Summer is definitely here. Finally. Finally. (laughs) You know? Word up. So, um, what are we going to get into today, Mo? Well, you know, first and foremost, any emails, any inquiries, send them into aploungecast at gmail.com. Where? aploungecast at gmail.com. Got it. So, you know, um, a lot has been going on in current events. Wow. You know, um, but, you know, just to start off, I want to take this time to really mention the fact that we lost a very valuable person. You lost the all-time great. Muhammad Ali. Yes. And he deserves a moment of silence. Okay. So, you know, unfortunately, you know, he didn't make it. He went into the hospital. I think it was Friday. Friday night. Yeah. And um, Saturday, his it just progressed and he unfortunately passed away. Our condolences go out to the family. Um, mm-hmm. You know, Muhammad Ali was just a great influence. He always spoke his mind, yep. was a very um, strong individual and an inspiration to a lot of people, not just in boxing, but on personal levels as well. So, you know, condolences to the family and definitely left a huge legacy behind for all of us. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, on to a more better note. There's other things that were going on in current events, and uh, yes, definitely want to bring to everyone's attention uh, what we mentioned last week in the last podcast when we was basically PK was saying that you know everything is sounding very Caribbean based, mm-hmm. and you know I was over here like I'm not complaining because you know I love my Caribbean sound and music, and it was just so ironic because you know BK and I was doing some some work on the internet and came across this video of Mr. Vegas who is a reggae artist by the way Jamaican reggae artist dancehall artist dancehall artist and makes great music and made you know numerous hits especially in the 90s early 2000s mm-hmm. so you know very well known artist to you know all my reggae fans out there you know who Mr. Vegas is so yeah. he he just basically went on to go you know, talk about how all these Caribbean um, influenced music is, you know, on the Billboard charts. Wait, like, wait. First of all, let's get it right. He had took shots at Drake. Yes, he you did. You know what I'm saying? That's what it's really all about. Mr. Vegas made a video talking about how Drake is still in Caribbean culture and not giving the proper credit to the Caribbean culture that he's taking it from. And so on and so forth. Yeah, he was basically upset saying that on his new album, 
um, views where he has, you know, I guess some samples from some of the reggae tunes and it featured artists like, you know, Bounty Killer, Popcorn and all that. And he Beanie was Man. Beanie Man. Oh, was it was it Beanie Man? Or, maybe it was Beanie Man, not Bounty mm. Killer. Sorry if that's wrong. But yeah. basically he took some samples and he didn't have them in the credits on the album for the sample. Now, he was saying that he doesn't know if he worked out an arrangement. He did put his disclosure in saying he didn't uh-huh. know if he worked out an arrangement to with these artists and that's why they weren't in the credits. Um, but he was basically going, but he took it a step further after he discussed that Drake issue and said that there are like three or four songs on the Billboard charts right now that are Caribbean influence sounding. And, you know, it's Drake, One Dance. Mm-hmm. You have um, Jennifer Lopez. I'm sorry, I forgot the name of the song. But she has a Caribbean sounding song. I think it's called something about no man or no mama. I'm not your mama. I'm not your mama. I ain't your mama. Something like that. That's, you know, a song. No no offense, Jennifer Lopez. I just don't want to say the wrong name to the song. I don't know the name of the song. But, you know, I'm sure you guys know what we're talking about. And then Justin Bieber, sorry. So he was going on to say that all these artists are using Caribbean-influenced songs and or having a Caribbean-flavor kind of sounding song and they're not giving um, props to the Jamaican culture. And it's very hard for the reggae artists to come to the mainstream U.S. Uh-huh. market because, you know, when they try to blend American styles with the Jamaican style, they get um, not ridiculed, but they get reprimanded and mm-hmm. they're told they're still in a culture. But here it is that in the U.S. you have pop artists using Caribbean sounding music and even Caribbean dance moves in their videos uh-huh. and they're not yep. being criticized mm-hmm. for, for taking the Caribbean culture. So, you know... That was his biggest problem and issue that he had with it. And to mention Justin Bieber, his song, Sorry, you know, that wasn't the only issue he's... (laughs) Mr. Vegas brought it up, but Justin Bieber is apparently being sued by an independent artist for using her vocal loops in his song, his hit single, Sorry, this very same track we're talking about. That's why copyrights is important. I agree. I I couldn't have said it better myself. Copywriting your music is what allows you to sue someone in the event that they do use your music. And BK and I listened to the tracks. She has a single and in the beginning of her single, it has that same sound that he uses in his intro too. Yes. I mean, it sounds very close. I mean, I don't know how he's going to argue that one. Mm-hmm. And I just hope that whoever made that beat or whoever did, you know, the mixing and mastering for that track actually, you know, went about it the right way. And I mean, this is just the importance of copywriting and making sure that you do your paperwork right. It may cost you a little bit of change or whatever, but if, if you want to protect your, you know, your intellectual property, your music, Copyright it because you may think your song, you may not think much of your song, but someone else is listening. Exactly. And like I've said before, a lot of um, creative directors and music execs that are actually the ones who um, mold the talent of the artists that they sign. They do listen to indie music to get a feel of what's popping in the culture right now. Right now. 
so obviously, you know, Mr. Vegas has a point going back to him that the Caribbean sound and music is popping right, right now. now. And that's why everything is sounding like that. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we need to make sure that we're protecting ourselves as indie artists. And also, it, it, I think she should take it as a compliment, this artist. I mean, if he, your, your loop obviously was so inspiring that it's on a hit single track. But you know, definitely you should be getting paid for that because it was your work. You See, know, now he could have reached out to her and they could have made an agreement. But sometimes these artists are not the ones who do this. So they don't even know. So I'm not even blaming Justin B, but this is one of those examples where people in the camp need to do the right things. Like, I don't, I mean, Justin B was such a big artist. He's not sitting there saying, okay, let's make sure we set, we get the copyrights on this proper and all of that. That's his team. His team needs to manage this. So with that being said, I'm sure his team is going to resolve that properly and all will be, you know, made right. I agree. So is there anything else you would like to add to current events? Because that was about it for me. Yes, for current events, we have just released Audio Autobiography. Yeah. No doubt. <laughs> In stores now. Yes. Yeah, so, you know, definitely go and listen to that. It's on all the major sites. Um, you could definitely listen to it on our website, mm -hmm. aproductionswithaz.com, and go to the new release page, and you'll have, a, uh, you have snippets there that you can listen to. Exactly. And, you know, as of that, we're going to go into our first song of the night. Yes, this is Jake Altridge. Jake when Aldridge. I'm feeling down. Yes. AP Loungecast Radio. When our minds did combine, we would put the world to rights If one's in trouble, then we'd both pay the price If we had to save the other, then we'd both give our lives All the time, we define what a best friend is And our loyalty will always be endless Watching my back now, with a clenched fist And I even wrote a track down for our friendship Choking the tag team, giving bad dreams to our last opponent 
units Put me on a pedestal, made me feel incredible Get your money up because I wanna bet you all Even when we're up in heaven we will be inseparable When I'm feeling down I know whose number I am best to call Someone to confide in But we're so different Who would ever think Me and you would build a friendship That could never sink Turn the music up Let's sing our favourite melodies Forget about our enemies Why waste our energies When we are ahead of these Let's make more memories When I'm feeling down I got a best friend Who says that he's Are listening to AP Loudcast Radio. We are back. Yeah. That was Jake Altridge featuring Ellie Jameson when I'm feeling down. And that's now available on all online music stores. So go out and support him. Go out and get that. I know I'm about to go and get that right now. You know what I'm saying? Jake yeah. is my man. Yeah, I like you know his stuff. You got check out his catalog. He got extensive catalog, lots of good music there. Support the um indie artists, indie artists on our platform. Thank you. Yeah, definitely. This is our living. This is how we do it. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yep. We don't work for nobody. We crazy musicians. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you tell someone I'm doing music, they're like, "What? What? What? You, th- you doing music? Really? Yeah. Yeah, we doing music." <laughs> <laughs> Here's my card. <laughs> he's too much. I'm telling y'all, he's too much. But it's always fun with BK. I gotta say that. Trusts. Yeah. So you know, you want to get into today's topic, or um, yeah, let's get into today's into today's topic. What, what you got over there? Well, I think we should talk about you know branding. Branding is the topic for today. Yes, I think we should talk about it. I think it warrants a conversation here at the AP Lounge cast because we have um, mm-hmm. a lot of indie artists that reach out to us. And, you know, a lot of the emails and inquiries are very similar topics. And I felt like this was a topic that would cover a lot of the emails we've received lately. Um, branding. And what do I mean by branding? You know, it's how you want the market, or the public to perceive you? What do you want people to say about you? What do you want people to, when they think of you as an artist, as a producer, as a songwriter, whatever your field is in music, what do you want them to to get from your brand? 
I mean, you know, we see this all the time with regular brands. You know, you go grocery shopping, you're like, no, I'm this type of brand person. I don't buy this brand. And there's a reason for that because there's something that you can associate yourself with, with this brand that makes you want to continue with this brand, no matter what the price, no matter, you know, the quality even sometimes. <laughs> I'm just yeah. keeping it real. You I just got to stick with this brand. Um, so, you know, I like, like Apple. Apple's a brand. Yeah, exactly. You know? And, um, you know, they're a very good brand as far as like, the, the iPhones, the iPads, the, the watch. You know what I'm saying? The watch that they have now, the iWatch. It's, it's, and you see how everything is I? That's branding. Exactly. Exactly. So this, this is like, you know, deep into the topic of what we're going into today. Yeah. So I think we should, you know, give some personal like branding tips and, you know, give them some steps that they could follow. Right, to so, brand themselves. All right. So with branding, you want to start out with your name, your stage name, whatever you call yourself. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That has to be unique. Yes. Yes. You know? Especially so, like when you go on SoundCloud and you go on these sites and stuff, you see like a lot of names for the same person. You're like, okay, well, which one is it? <laughs> now you got to get all specific. They be having one and two or they be putting a dash or and, and there's no pun intended on that. We're just saying that try to come up with the most unique name you possibly can come up with. But that's not even a step. That's just the beginning. That's of the beginning step. Because then when you go to create your website, it's unique also. So it's easy to find you. It's easy to locate you. Mm-hmm. You know, stuff like that. So, Well, I would consider that a pre-step. That's all I'm saying. I would, I would kind of consider that a pre-step. But you have to think of that nowadays. Before, you didn't have to think about that. I think it's a serious step. You know your what? Name, I think you got a point on that. Your yeah. branding. Mm-hmm. And that's that's your that's your you know the main part of your brand. Mm-hmm. Is mm-hmm. your name and then what your name means. Mm-hmm. Like some names have meanings and mm-hmm. acronyms, and you can extend your name from like that. Like B O B. You know, some people say, "Oh, his name is Bob," but it really stands for Beast of Beats. <laughs> I didn't know that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Wow! People be saying Bob. I mean, he's a he was a producer at first, songwriter. Yeah, but producer slash songwriter. Mm -hmm. But you know what I'm saying? That's what the Bob stands for. I mean, I'm sorry if some people didn't know that, but that that was what it was. Um, (laughs) But you know, know (laughs) yeah, I happen to I happen to you know watch a lot of things and mm-hmm. sometimes and I'm because I'm one of those I'm a songwriter so I'm very well vested in what do you researching we, we people we songwriters too yeah but I know I'm just playing you know how producers are producers are they're in their own world like I mm-hmm. said before y'all y'all think everything's a sound a baby banging their toy is a sound mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying y'all in a different lane true songwriters specifically that write lyrics and I'm not saying you you don't get into that because I, I, I know you I know, do I got you. but you know, you like messing with me. That's what it is. <laughs> but, um, you know, it's it's for songwriters. I li- like to get to know the artist. I'm really interested in that. Like, what kind of things do you like? What kind of things you, you're passionate about? Because mm-hmm. that helps me write the song for you. You know what I mean? Like, getting mm-hmm. to know your style, which is essentially making sure my songwriting and my song matches your brand, so to mm-hmm. speak. So, you know. So when you have a clear brand, it's easy to create for you. Exactly. You know, if exactly. you're dug out all the time, then it's, 
you can make, you know. A thugged out song. If That's you're romantic <laughs> and all. Make you some know, smooth. Yeah. That, <laughs> make you know, some smooth. That, that Drake. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> But, um, you know, I'm, I kind of have like a few steps that I want to share with them, yeah. you know, and then if you'd like to add anything into that, you know, All right. so my first step, but I think you have mentioned, you know, coming up with a name. That's an important step um, that I didn't think of. So I definitely like that you added that. Um, the first step I have is determining, determining your, obje- well, let me say it better. Determine your objectives and set your goals. So I guess in that process, we can add in creating a name for yourself. Um, and basically, you want to get specific. You want to say, this is what I am going to do as this artist, as this producer, as this brand. These mm-hmm. are the things that I am going to achieve. And these are the goals that I must reach with this brand. And so you have to get specific. If you're, let's say, uh, a backup singer, I just want to use that as an example. And your objective for your brand is to really start touring with a major artist. So that's your objective. You see, determining your objective is going to help you set your goals. Mm -hmm. So your objective is to start touring with a major brand. I mean... Damn, did the person come outside of their house or what? I mean, <laughs> shit. <laughs> that horn was beeping. I'm hearing it all up in here. But um, anyway. I guess that, you know, it was a perfect sound effect. It was. Yeah. yeah. Let's, let's move right along. Okay, so, you know, so determining your objective and you decided, okay, you're a backup singer. You want to tour with a major artist. What are your goals that's going to get you that opportunity? That's Mm -hmm. what you have to get specific on. How are you going to get there? Well, first step might be, you know, as an example, you have to create a resume for yourself or what they call like those drop cards or I forgot what they call it in modeling. They have an actual name for it. But you come up with this card Mm -hmm. that is like a resume because in the music world, your resume is totally different than trying to get a job in the corporate or Mm -hmm. working world. It's your demo. It's yeah. So you got to have a demo. You got to have... you know, people you've worked with, you have to have a resume, like on a card with your picture, your songs. Mm-hmm. Um, and you want to give them the package. It's like, it's like having a press kit, but it's a press kit more for you as a backup singer. And then you want to shop that around to management teams that manage these major artists. And so you want to set those goals and say, well, how am I going to go about doing that? This is where you're going to get specific and say, This is how I'm going to do that. So you got to determine your objective, which is what you're trying to achieve, and then set goals to achieve that objective. I think you should write those down. You know, definitely. You. I think writing things down will greatly help your situation. Yeah. As corny as it sounds, I think writing your stuff down is very important. You definitely have to write your stuff down these days. Mm -hmm. If you don't write the stuff down, you're not going to be able to hold yourself accountable which is kind of the stuff we talked about in that, you know, accountability podcast. But you, you have to put it down on paper so you can measure how you're doing. Mm-hmm. And so it is very important to write these goals down. Write the objective down and write the goal down. And if you don't, and if you think it's, it's baloney, just go to any person's 
like major companies website and their homepage or their about us page will say what their mission statement is, Mm -hmm. which is what their objective is. They, so they, they're letting you know clearly this is what this company is about. This is what we're here to do. They're branding. Mm -hmm. That's an example of them branding. And make sure your logo is original too. And cause that's part of branding too. Exactly. Trademarking it. Mm-hmm. And copywriting it. There we go again with them copyrights. Yes. Yes. Because that can get stolen also. Stop. Not saying. <laughs> Stolen. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, you know, that's step one. Step two, I would say, is do your own research. Mm-hmm. That's what we call here. Homework. Doing your homework. You got to look at other successful business examples and models for exactly what you're trying to do. So basically, look who's leading in the categories of what your niche is. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. See what they're doing. Don't copy them. Mm-hmm. But you want to mimic because even though, you know, the general public likes to see things that's similar. Yeah, exactly. They want to see uniqueness, but at the same time, they yeah, want to see familiarity. Exactly. So it's kind of difficult. To, but, to, to balance those two things. Yeah. So, but, you know, so I just say just add your own flavor mm-hmm. and your own originality and make sure that you market your brand in, within. Exactly. That's what I call product. like determining who your competition is mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. learning from their successes and failures. Because by learning from their successes and failures, you know what not to do and you know what to do. So you right. can you can get there faster because you have now researched and, and seen what people have done previously and seen what has worked and what hasn't. So, okay. you know, doing homework is very crucial. It's very crucial. Um, the third step I have come up with is defining your brand. So you've got the name, mm-hmm. you've got your objectives, you set your goals, you did your homework. Okay, now we need to know what your brand is about. We need to define it. You need to come up with a definition of your brand. So what niche, what market are you going to focus on? You know, because that's very important. Like in marketing, they call that, you know, determining your, your target your target audience mm-hmm. like who are you trying to reach what section of the market or the public are you trying to reach just like if you're let's say a, a hip-hop artist you're trying to reach those hip-hop fans you're trying to hit you know reach those those hip-hop the hip-hop fan base so yeah are we saying you're not going to reach other groups no but your main focus is on the hip-hop community so it's that, that's what we're saying. What is your market? Hip-hop, let's just say, would be your market. That's who mm-hmm. you want to focus on. And a second thing with defining your brand is what do you want the public to get from your brand? What do you want them to say about your brand? So that's why you have to define your brand. You have to know what, what, you, what you stand for, what your brand stands for, what it's about. And that helps you with writing your songs and your lyrics. Exactly. Exactly. So, you know, it kind of helps, depending on where you are in music. Yeah. It helps you to determine what you need to do to reach that market. 
And that's why it's very important to define your brand. Like, you know, you can't say like as an artist and I see it all the time. Like people be like, well, we're, we're kind of heavy metal rock, a, re- a ska, reggaeton. Mm-hmm. And they just add in all the, 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 the music genres together. And I'm like, okay, at the end of the day, I still don't know what your brand is. I still don't know what kind of music you are. So now I have to listen if I want if I'm really interested. But for some people who's not, you know, willing to go that extra mile, it mm-hmm. might turn them off. Like, I don't know what the hell your brand is. Yep. So I'm just going to move on to someone who's very specific. I'm trying to look for some jazz. Mm-hmm. I want someone who labels themselves as jazz. They know who they are. They know what brand they want. And I'm just going to go listen to this jazz artist. And that's what I mean. Define your brand. And don't over define your brand. More like Jill Scott, Neo Soul. Mm-hmm. Um, Erica Badu, Neo Soul. Mm-hmm. You know, um, Tupac, Thug Light. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, yeah. I mean, Young Jeezy, Thug Motivation. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, Justin Bieber's pop. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, so we have examples, Mr. Vegas, Reggae. We just use it as an example. We know what their target audience is. Now, we're not saying that these things won't go into other genres or won't mix into other genre groups of people and fans, mm-hmm. but they know their their brand is for this. You know what I'm saying? Now, some people might call Jill Scott, let's say, R&B slash Neo Soul or Grown and Sexy. They got so many categories. You know what I mean? But the point being that you want to make sure that you're staying true to that brand and the only way you can stay true to your brand is if you define it. So, you know, that's my whole take on the first three steps there. And, you know, mm-hmm. I, I think we should stop right here, let people meditate on this for a minute. And we're going to go into our next song of the day. Which is? Audio Autobiography by yours truly, BK Trooper and Mystique Bars, your girl Mo. Yeah. AP Loungecast. Radio. This looks like a cool place to kick it. This is my audio autobiography. What you think you know about me? They think they know. What you think you know about me? But they know. What you think you know about me? Uh. This is my audio autobiography. When I'm finished with this rap game, you bitches will always remember my name and my flame. Y'all done studied me for years to come. Cause I came through to show you how to run this sh- Make a hit with a lyrical fit that cannot be duplicated by any chick. Yes, I said chick, cause I am that chick that will f- this game to get rich like Wu Tang. Dollar, dollar bills, y'all stack that cream Get my residuals, that's why I'm down with Team Arsenal Productions with no introductions Cause we rep these streets with these head-knocking beats Who can compete with skills like these? You still want romp it bumba I bring lyrical assassination to wannabes Yeah, this is my audio autobiography have you ever heard of this? Arsenal, veto them like Congress. Congress. Up tried, but the style couldn't fit. Your steamy therapy, so come for your treatment. No matter what it is, I have accomplices. Yeah. Mystique, 
That's all the finishing touches. Wrap the leaf around the duchess. However, Arsenal production is forever. No matter what we kick, no retreat, no surrender. What I just kicked took out my first contender. So chop came from a black and decker. Whenever I get mine, it's two for three. Divide that by three equals a dollar each. So what you think you know about me? What you think you know about me? Top, you about to get impeached, uh yeah, yeah. This is my audio autobiography You, 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 you Are listening to AP Loudcast Radio Yeah, we back, that was audio autobiography BK Trooper featuring Mystique Bars I think you went a little hard on that, Mo I think you really came a little hard on that, trying to outshine a brother, you know what I'm saying? Nah, I didn't do that. I was just doing my thing. <laughs> well, that was the clean version. And don't forget that you can go to aproductions.com with a Z and, you know, cop that EP. Show some love and support for, for the platform, AP Launchcast, Arsenal Productions, Beats from Scratch, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, all of what he said. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, so I think we should get back into the topic mm-hmm. and um, finish up these steps real here, right here, real quick. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna go into my next step, which is step four: evaluate and finalize your branding plan. And with that, you want to evaluate where you are right now. And determine what changes or steps are necessary to build your brand properly. You know, and for that, like major companies do this all the time. They sometimes do surveys and ask you to tell them how they're doing. And, you know, let them know if there's anything they could do better or how was your experience. What they're actually doing is conducting marketing research, which they're going to use to make sure that their branding um strategies are working and it's a comp they're accomplishing the goals that they want the brand to reach yeah because if your brand matches another brand that's how you get an endorsement deal exactly exactly so they're looking to see yo who can we market with exactly and then on top of that you also want to make sure that the public is perceiving you the correct way like they're actually getting the correct perception of you that they'd like to get you know what I mean? Because this happens a lot of times with artists. You know, sometimes they're, they're perceived, um, especially with like female artists. I, I've seen this. They're very careful to not like dress too sexy and also not to dress too, you know, unsexy mm-hmm. because they want to look sexy, but they also don't want to look trashy sexy. Mm-hmm. And so this thing is, is trying to find that right balance. And so when the public starts perceiving them in a wrong way, they, they sometimes get upset and what their branding or their marketing team will do is try to make sure that they are aware of, okay, some of the clothes or the, you know, wardrobe choices we made push some of the fans back. And this happens a lot with like, you know, artists that start off as teenagers. Mm-hmm. Like I would use an example, a perfect example um, is definitely that I could use for this. Would be nah. I was gonna use Rihanna when she first came out. She had that you know good girl image, and and she should have had a good girl image because she was young. She's not meant to be looking 
you know, grown and sexy. She's mm-hmm. a young girl. And you don't want to have that kind of brand, especially when you're trying to reach the teenager market, you know? So as she became a woman, then you notice she transitioned from that, you know, young woman or that teenage girl to that young adult woman. Mm-hmm. And she started getting a little sexy in her dress choices and things of that nature. But it's, it's a progression. It's not like you're just going to, you know, it, your branding has, you have to grow with the market. So if you're branding yourself to reach the teenage market and you want to stay with that fan base as they get older, you have to make changes with to keep that original fan base. Especially, and, and I think that's an important thing to think about when we're dealing with young artists. You want to show growth with your brand, you know? Exactly. You don't want to just come out and it's like already at its summit. It's already at the peak. Mm-hmm. So you want to you want to show growth with your with your brand, and that's exactly what we were doing with this EP. Yeah, you know this is our first EP, and we already are working on the second EP slash mm-hmm. album. We ha- we haven't decided if it's going to be an EP or an album because it it may just go over the EP. Limits. Yeah, we just got too many songs in the catalog right now. Yeah, so you know, but. That's a side note. <laughs> but um, but yeah, definitely how the public perceives you. You want to make sure that the first time you present yourself, that the public can get an idea of, of where you're starting from. And who you are and what you're about. And where you're going and how you're going to show your progress to them. Mm-hmm. Showing them growth. Showing them, you know, maturity with your brand. Exactly. Exactly. And, you know... After you have done your evaluation, you want to finalize the branding plan. So you want to actually do this. You want to write this down. Just like you did your objectives and your goals, you want to write down the branding plan, which is the steps you're going to take to promote your brand. Exactly. And, you know... With that being said, I'm going to go into my final step, which is step five. I only had five steps. I'm sure that, you know, BK can come up with more than five steps. Oh, we can always get deeper, but, you know, due to time, we're going to, you know, do as much as we can within the limit. And, you know, if you don't, you know, understand it or you feel a little confused, you can always rewind the podcast and review it again. Yes, and definitely reach out to us also. Oh, yeah, always. You can always ask us questions, um, you know, emails or on Twitter, and we will respond. Exactly. Know? So let me get to this final step. This final step is a very important step. I would put an asterisk next to this one if you're writing Uh-oh. down any of this in the podcast. <laughs> um, step five, maintain your brand. Why mm. am I putting the asterisk next to this? I can already see BK nodding his head over <laughs> hmm You need to maintain your brand. You need to make sure you are always protecting the brand and ensuring that the brand continues to grow and grow with the fan base or the market that you are targeting. Why is this important? Because the moment you step outside of your brand, that could be career suicide. I agree. I mean, you've seen it. This is how people maintain longevity in the music world. Well, you can do crossover, but you still have to maintain your brand. You can cross over. 
Yes. But as long as you maintain your brand, it might still keep you afloat. And you have to do it in, prog- in, in stages. You, you have to do it progressively. Just like when we talked about, you know, showing maturity in your music and also in your image, your public image. You know, you have to make sure that you make these changes gradually. Unfortunately, as people, we don't like to change that much. It, mm-hmm. I think that is why we have so many self-motivating and self-help books out there. People like to do what they know works. They like to do, they don't, not saying that people don't push themselves because they do, obviously. Uh-huh. But, you know, people like to do what they know works. It's uncomfortable to step outside of your normal capacity of doing things. So maintaining your brand, yes, you have to grow. Yes, you have to make changes. That's why you do the evaluating step. And, you know, you're constantly making sure that your brand is achieving their goals. So we're not saying you're going to stay stagnant. What we mean by maintain the brand is make sure you stay true to the definition of your brand. Exactly. So if you are a neo-soul artist, make sure you stay true to your neo-soul roots. Even you, if you're on different types of beats. Even if you're doing collabos with someone outside of neo-soul, you want to make sure that you still add your brand to that collaboration. Whatever that may be. Exactly. And that's what I mean by maintaining your brand. I mean, I, I'd love to use um, Janet Jackson as an example. She always stays true to her brand. I mean, it doesn't matter if she changes like her, her, you know, producer. Um, so like the beats are different. She might stay modern with the beats and the musical selection. But when mm-hmm. it comes to the songwriting, she stays true to her brand. It always sounds like Janet Jackson mm-hmm. every time. She's a good example of maintaining the brand. I mean, I could give many examples of this, but any artist or producer that maintains longevity in this music world has mastered maintaining their brand. Exactly. And if you want to be here for a long time in this career or in this field, you have to master maintaining your brand as well. And this is what's going to actually help you build a fan base and build your career in music. So in conclusion... (laughs) In conclusion? Yeah, in conclusion, I would basically say that um, branding yourself is an important step for you to, you know, get yourself out there to the public, create your fan base, build your brand. Um, It lets people know who you are. It makes them get a connection with you. Mm -hmm. They know who you are. And that's why the more you, you learn about an artist, a producer, uh, you know, a songwriter, a journalist or whatever, the more you, you'll want to be involved in all their works because the more you hear about them, the more personality you get to hear from them, the more mm-hmm. you're learning about them and you connect with them. Yeah. And it makes you want to get involved with whatever they're doing. I agree. You know, so that, that's just my take on it. Is there anything else you want to add in closing? Yeah, in conclusion, I would basically say just, you know, listen to the podcast again, take some thorough notes, you know, and um, follow the steps one by one, take your notes, chart everything down, 
and, and formulate a plan. I know you're writing music, you're busy writing, but you still have to, you know, be considerate of your business, of being your brand. Yes. And maintaining that, you know, especially as an independent artist, we have to do it all. So you have to make time for all of these things to be successful. And the, and the more successful you become, then you have the finances to have people assist you in mm-hmm. all these functions. But you'll know how to select these people because you've done all these functions. And that's a, a good thing. So, you know, as indie artists, it's always making sure that you are maintaining your business because this is a business after all. Mm-hmm. And if you're an indie artist, I'm, I know for you it's not a hobby this is your passion. This is how you make your money. So Correct. make sure that you're always doing what you can to facilitate your business activities. Correct. Exactly. You couldn't have said it any better. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, you know, that's, you know, all the tips that we have for you today. You yeah. Know, um, take it, rewind it, write it down. You know, take it from there and, and, and grow your brand and be successful. Yes. You the know? whole objective is for you to be successful. So only you know what areas you need to work on in your branding. You know? Wrapping the, it up. Wrapping it up. We're going to go into the last song for the night. And this is Sebastian Janoski with Pure Gold. Pure what a name. Gold. Been too long, been too long I've been waiting in the cold I've been lost, I've been lost Nowhere else to go Got a feeling so strong Just can't get enough Cause you're pure gold, baby You're on my sadness I'll never have it You're pure gold, baby Something contagious You're priceless You're priceless Get a hold of myself Only time will tell Every now and then I stumble I tumble for your love But I get right back up Got a feeling so strong And I just can't get enough, no Yeah.
got a feeling something strong And I just can't get enough Cause you're good, good baby You're my sadness I've never had this Cause you're good, good baby Something contagious You're priceless You're priceless Are listening to AP Loungecast Radio. Yes, we are back. That was Sebastian Janoski with Pure Gold. I love the song title. Yes. So for um you guys just keep your song submissions coming in where you send them song submissions to? AP Loungecast at gmail.com. Where? AP Loungecast at gmail.com. And there we have it. You know, support all the artists on the platform. Go get that AAB audio autobiography at A Productions with a Z dot com. We are out. Peace. Till next time.